Welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you for joining us for another week. This is episode four. I can't believe it's episode four already. It's lit. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Yes. So make sure you guys, when you are listening to the episode, make sure you leave a rating and review. That'll help us you know, in our journey. So make sure you guys do that. And also don't forget to follow us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. We post every single day and we would love to have you guys join us on there. So let's jump right into today's episode. Um, this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend. So we had a three-day weekend. It means nothing when you're mom, so. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) It just means a whole lot of family fun, unless you have like a sitter or whatever. In my case, I did not. So my son had a ball because he had playdates every day, starting Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Actually, not Monday. I think it started on Friday. Yes, it definitely started on Friday. Um, but it was fun. Our friends that just moved in town, we had their their kids over so that they can go and um, go furniture shopping. So the boys had a ball in the backyard. It was pretty warm all weekend, and we were in the backyard all weekend. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, the next day, my friend came over. She loves to hang out with the boys. Um, she doesn't have any kids of her own yet, so she just loves to like hang out with them. She has a cute little dog. And so I've always been nervous to have the dog come because we don't have a dog. So I'm like, I don't know how my kids are going to react to um, to the puppy. And, um, but I was like, since we're going to be outside, just bring them. They need to get used to her anyway, because that's okay. Yeah. Little niece, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. The dog? Yeah. The dog, the little, you know what? You women people, we're not doing that either. Because she's a dog mom and I respect it. So that's my niece, okay? You know what? Dog moms always be wanting a whole bunch of respect on their name. They go hard. Dog moms go hard, okay? They go hard. I'm like, did you carry the dog for nine months? <laughs> we're not going to even go there, okay? I love my niece. Okay? <laughs> so. But they had so much fun. And Kendon, he's usually really afraid of dogs, but he he was determined. He kept saying, I'm going to be brave. I could do this. I'm going to be brave. I'm like, she's this most chill dog. Like, she runs around, but she don't bite. Like, she's cool. So after maybe like 10 minutes, he warmed up to her, and he was trying to play fetch for her, but she wasn't having it. She's a little bougie dog. She just sits there and, like, chills. And he's like, come on, fetch. And she's like, (laughs) No, where's the stacks? I don't do that. And right <laughs> then, he just looked, he just was like looking at it, like, what is that? Like, he's never seen a dog before. So he was just like, he wasn't bothered by it at all. So it was great because I'm glad they were comfortable and not afraid. Um, so that was nice. And then we barbecued on Sunday, um, just a little light work, nothing too crazy, you know, just some burgers and hot links and stuff because I was tired. But we yeah. had fun, you know, we just had a couple of people over, we had a good time, so it was a pretty chill weekend, I chased my toddler around all weekend, he was having a ball outside trying to eat the little, um, what do you call it, the little bark shavings that you put like in the flower bed, he was trying to yeah. eat, 
I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, <No>. everything. <laughs> like, I don't know why boys do that. <laughs> he had the time of his life. So it was fun. And we just chilled on Monday because I was tired at that point. I dropped Kendon off at my mom's house. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank God for moms. Yeah. So it was cool. How was your weekend? Okay. So Saturday, my husband works. So he goes and works. And then Sunday, I took the kids to the pool. And I had never taken them to the pool before. That probably sounds crazy. <laughs> so. And I'm pretty sure most of the time you've had a pool, right? Like, yeah last place i'm sure there was a pool there yeah my mama house got a pool right. uh oh you know what i'm lying austin's been to a pool but audrey's never been in the pool that's what it is <laughs> oh she's never been in the pool period she she so she, audrey's that was her first time in the pool yeah oh okay okay yeah that's not that bad okay it's not that bad, not bad. he's been in the pool yeah. now that i think about it he has been in the pool okay Ooh, i was like dang i'm real bad um oh my dang okay no okay so i took them to this kiddie pool they had a good time Mm -hmm. and we just kind of chill we just we're super chill and you know i saw my dad oh yeah and my kids were so excited to see him that was the first time that they met him in person Mm. so they just i mean they and then we went to go see them again today and they were just crying like we don't want you to leave and so that was kind of sad because he lives so far away and they just i mean they just had so much fun with him so that was kind of sad yeah it'll be fun for you guys to maybe go visit him like yeah but you know indianapolis indiana is a little (laughs) (laughs) Indianapolis, Indiana. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no offense oh, no. if you live there. Yeah, no offense. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. Judge your mama, okay? Hey, hopefully we no, have up there. <laughs> no, I have a actually I have a lot of family in Indianapolis, Indiana. I used to spend all my summers there. It's a fun place, but sometimes they know it can be a little sketch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they know. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was, that was fun. That was cool. And then, oh, come Monday, Josh and I got on this, my husband got on this health kick on Monday, right? Uh-huh. So we like worked out all hard and like, you know, put the kids to bed early and like, you know start intermittent fasting and like we did this workouts and stuff right this morning girl we can't walk (laughs) we can't walk girl we can't walk girl we can't walk we woke up this morning like i put that work in that's good yeah but we also put the kids we also put the kids to bed early Mm. oh so they was up early they was up early early they was up at like Six 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 thirty. Oh, yeah. I was just like, this is not a school day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Huh? I said they were ready to party. Okay. And my phone was broken over the weekend. And okay, so my phone was broken over the weekend, but right before it broke, I saw somebody post something crazy on the shade room. Mm-hmm. 
It was um, uh, was it something about don't want to take somebody's last name? Don't want to take a father's yes. last name? Yes. Okay. So apparently the girl was saying like, if we're not married and it's not my child, I don't have to give my child the dad's last name. She's like, I carried him for nine months. He's not my husband. And he's just a father to my child. So why do I have to give him my last name? And then she goes even further to say, <laughs> Oh no. Even if we're married, I don't need to give my kids my husband's last name. It's 2021. And she just dropped the mic. Like she just said the most profound thing in the world. Oh my gosh. That's that's what happens when you tweet late at night. You be thinking a little too hard. Hi. you think it's too much yeah and sometimes i feel like people just say stuff on the internet just so that they can get posted on these blog sites because it's like did you really think that all the way through like yes we carry the children but if it weren't for the man we would there would be no seed okay okay like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't create that baby on your own and you know the fellas they don't really get enough credit when it comes down to stuff like that like I get it you know we are women it's our bodies like that have to go through everything but at the end of the day that child has a father and right especially if the father wants to be present in the child's life like by you bringing up all these shenanigans like you're you might cause that father to not be able to have an option to be in the child's life if you're you know being crazy and like not wanting him to be around or you know what if he really wants his child to carry his name like why not just hyphenate it yeah like why don't just hyphenate it or that causes such a bigger problem i feel like when people first think about stuff like that they feel like okay i'm an independent woman and you don't have to take my name but like what if y'all don't stay together what about um child support like yeah yeah that's the whole thing i feel like you're gonna cause more of a problem by saying that like say yeah. she's saying whether we're married or not so if you're married oh wow and you're in a relationship with this person and some I'm guessing you didn't take his last name either if you don't want your child to have his last name. But it's gonna that's gonna cause issue in your marriage. Like what man wouldn't want his child to have his last name if he's if he's had this baby within a marriage. Right, within a marriage. Like I'm pretty sure he would expect for his child to carry his name. But I mean, to each his own, if you feel like I really want my child to have a part of me. Like, I get that. I think you should hyphenate it. Like, yeah. hyphenate it with your name and the father's name because at the end of the day, the child is a part of you and the father. I don't think it's okay to just X out the father and act like he was never there unless he was literally a sperm donor. Like, if y'all had an agreement and it's like, okay, I'm going to give you this child. I don't want any parts of it. That's different. But you're saying... This lady is saying, if we're married, and it, first she started off by saying, if we're not married, it's my child. Ooh. Like, Ooh. if we're not married, it's my child. But then at the end of it, she said, even if we are married, I don't need to give my kids my husband's last name. Like, girl, why do you? <laughs> what if your kids grow up and they're like, 
you know, every other child, you know, has their father's last name and then they start resenting you for, for not giving them that option. You know, I just feel like the way she came at it was in such a, like a negative space about it. Like she could have just came at it as, you know, what do you guys think about, you know, I I just want my child to have a part of my name or if I, if we're not together, then what do you guys think about the kid just taking on my own last name, my own name instead of you do that. There's a lot of women who do that where um, it's not there at the birth. He doesn't sign the birth certificate. He doesn't want to be there, whatever, what have you. Their, right. their child their last name I think that's completely fine because right. but my thing is if the father is there he wants to be a part and you know he's he's showing up for that child I think he should have the option to have his name included as well now if you're like you know my dad didn't have any sons and I'm carrying on the family last name it means a lot to me I think you should most definitely, or whatever reason you have, you have the right to hyphenate your child's name. But I just, see, this is why people be getting in trouble on the internet. They be saying everything, all is just this, this, and it's just life does not work that way. It's a situation by situation. If it's annoying when people have spouses or significant others who are the father who want to be part of the life, mm-hmm. and then you still feel the need to just act like they're not part of it oh no it's just a situation by situation you just can't come at the internet like that no and we don't even have any backstory we don't know if this girl has any children already if she's pregnant whatever she's just talking out the side of her neck but a lot of times in social media people just say things to get a reaction and so she definitely got that but i did think that it was like girl what are you thinking like But yeah, so that was a little debate um, over the weekend that we saw on social media, but it was another one that I thought was interesting, Um, especially for a girl like me, because, hmm. What, what? The one that said, who's responsible for paying for dates? And then she went into like, who's responsible for paying for the first date? So I think there's a difference. Paying for the first date and then paying for dates in general is like two different things for me. Two different conversations, two totally different conversations. Right. So her point of view was if whoever asked said person out on a date should mm-hmm. be trying to pay for a date. And I don't remember if she said it or somebody in the comments said, even if it's like, um, I think she said it like, if you're talking to a guy and you're like, you should take me out on a date. Ooh. Or, or when we gonna go out or something like that, first of all. Ooh. baby drink mm. water <laughs> like <laughs> mm. don't your water quit your thirst but I think it's if you're gonna um I don't even say that because I feel like this day and age men are just as nervous of asking women out as um women would be to ask a man out so if you interested in and it seems that they you know have interest in you as well I think it's completely fine to ask them out. Um, but I don't think the whole, like, when you going to take me out and blah, 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 like, if he wants it's to, not. Out, he'll take you out. Like, or 
if you want to take him out, just ask him out. Don't put that back off on him. But if you do ask him out, I do think that you should be prepared to pay. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't ever put yourself in a situation where you got to ask a man when he going to take you out, first and, and foremost. You're going to be leading the show the entire relationship. The entire relationship. One piece of advice this lady told me when I got married, she whispered in my ear. Actually, she passed away, so may she rest in heaven. She said, honey, this is on my wedding night. Honey, make sure you always are wearing a dress. Because when you're wearing a dress, you can't do nothing. <laughs> she said, you can't pump no gas in a dress. Oh. Ain't, ain't no real, well, real man ain't going to let you pump gas anyway. But, it, you know, let your man have to, you know, that he got to do he. You know, just put a little extra something. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's it's wife life. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta explain it. I gotta explain it. I gotta explain it. I gotta explain it. <laughs> and you know what? It's something special about just letting a man be a man and letting him yes. you and letting him, you know, take you out and yes. you know, being that because men actually enjoy that. But when you're yeah. in their face and when you gonna take me out and when you gonna do this and when you gonna do that, that's annoying. Yeah. Like, there some men want to actually get to know you first because the girls out here be thirst trapping you know they want people to just take them out on expensive dinners just because they want to eat so they yeah. find a little bit more smart and they're like i want to fill you out first and see what 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 you're on before i'm just taking you out to all these lavish dinners and stuff and then you leave me for time to carry down street next week Okay, because that's what happened with um, Meghan Markle and that one guy. What's that guy's name? The guy that got mad and ran off the set. Uh-uh. The night she met Prince Harry, mm -hmm. she was on a date. I forgot. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember the guy's name right now. He, she, This guy, he's real talkative, right? Mm -hmm. She was on a date with this older guy, and he have some expensive dinner or whatever and she left and he get, he paid for her cab to go somewhere else that she was going to go and when she left there she met Prince Harry and he got real <laughs> salty about it <laughs> hey it happens it definitely happens but with this whole topic I just feel like I do agree with her that if you ask whoever asked the person out should pay I don't think that now, these days, men will let you pay for everything. So I don't think you yeah. should be out here just sponsoring every date, dinner, you know, whatever. I don't think you should be out here doing that because yeah, men need to be able to hold some type of responsibility, especially if you're working towards a serious long-term relationship. You need to see how they can handle their business. You need to see how they'll be able to take care of a household. Like these are things you should be looking for as you're dating a person, like not right. putting pressure on them to do those things, but just observing how do they carry themselves? How do they treat you? Like, you know, doesn't mean that they have to be you know, splurging and spending all this crazy money on you, but at the same time, you want to know what they're capable of. So if you're paying for everything, then that doesn't give them the opportunity to even... And plus, I don't want no man that's going to let me pay for everything. Like, yeah, if no. to offer, 
Yeah. But if you gonna sit up here and let me pay for everything, then I'm looking at you sideways. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna let you go. Um, <laughs> I feel like social media has really put people on games faster. Mm-hmm. And so they're having to peep stuff out because they realize, oh, some some girls are just trying to get the free dinner. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking on their end that, oh, this girl's going on a date with me because she, you know, finds interest in me. Right. And I think they're starting to kind of peep game on that. Yes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For they're, sure. They're catching on to the game. So they're they're playing it a little bit smart. Some guys, they're playing it a little bit smarter. But I definitely feel like it's okay to pay sometimes, even when you're in a relationship, even if they're, they didn't ask you out or whatever. Like when I said back in my day, it's because I never paid for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Okay, look it. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna. Put, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna switch one up. If you really are interested in somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And you do say, you know what? This guy seems kind of shy, or I am really interested in this person, so I'm gonna ask them out. If mm-hmm. you ask them out, okay, look. If I was interested in somebody and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna shoot for it. I'm gonna ask them out. Cause I am interested, right? Mm-hmm. If back in the day, if I never did it, but if mm-hmm. I would have gone on a date with somebody mm-hmm. that I felt that I was interested in, and he let me pay, it's a wrap. It's it's over. It's over. No, no, I'm a fool. I'm a clown. I'm not gonna do it again. No. And then I'm not gonna text you. I'm not gonna text you. I'm not gonna call you. And you better just call me and set up the next situation because, because yeah. no. Say what you want, but we ain't doing it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> now, I can tell you, you can offer, but what I'm also going to tell you, if he, see, if he let you do it, then that needs to be the last one. The last time. That's just my take on it. I never dating anybody. I never paid for anything. Yeah. Um I was never asked to pay for anything or even like looked at it. Now, I think I did reach one time with my husband, like just to see what he would do before we were married. Right. And he looked at me like, really? (laughs) 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 But if it was like his birthday or something like that, I always planned everything. Yeah. Like, if I was actually planning a date, like, I would tell him, I wouldn't let him, like, not let me pay. Like, it's your birthday. I'm not letting you pay for dinner. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But, um, but that's when we were already in a serious relationship. Like, you know, our stuff was dang near already joint together. But, um, just dating, like, you know, casually dating, like, no, I'm not doing that. No, no. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. <laughs> okay, end of story. That's it. That's it. Yes. So I think that was a fun little uh, debate they had going on. It's one other thing that I wanted to mention that um, happened over the last week um, in the media was the situation with Naomi Osaka. I think that's how you say her name. The tennis player. Yeah. Um, she actually decided that she didn't want to participate in the press conferences in the French Open. So um, they announced that and then they fined her $15,000 um, $15, for that. 
but she basically was saying that, you know, for her own mental health, she was not interested in doing press out there. And there was a lot of uproar about it. People didn't respect it. Um, mm -hmm. The press in Paris, I hear, is like very, like, extra. Like, they're right. worse than paparazzi and everybody out here um, in the States. And so it, she was saying that it just gave her anxiety and she was really stressed about it. So she just decided that she was not going to participate in it. And once she said that, all these different outlets had different things, negative things to say about her. One reporter, he was completely out of line. Um, I think he was reprimanded for that. I don't remember what his name was, but he was completely out of line. But what did he say? What did he do? He said, what do you, I have to pull it up. But um, he basically was just like, she needs to get over it. She shouldn't be able to, um, to do that or whatever. But she was just like, here I am thinking I'm doing something for taking care of myself. You know, everybody talks about mental health. And when she actually does something to try to protect herself, she gets ridiculed for it. And, mm -hmm. you know, with all the uproar behind her announcement for just not doing press, at that point, she didn't pull herself from the competition. She just said she wasn't going to do press. And, oh, he said he called her narcissistic. He said, narcissistic Naomi's cynical exploitation <gasps> of mental health to silence the media is right from Megan and Harry's playbook of wanting their press cake and eating it. <gasps> Dang. He could have left that narcissist thing out. Yeah, he like went in on her for no reason. But um, yeah, so after that, she completely pulled herself from the whole um, French Open. She was just like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't need this. Um, and breaking news, I just seen a... Um, <laughs> As I'm scrolling, I see um, Serena Williams is showing her support for her. Um, oh, she should. She did a press conference and she's showing her support for her. So I can't hear what she's saying. I'm not going to play it. But, you know, I'm glad she stands with her. I'm not surprised that she's standing with her. Um, she said, I wish I could give her a hug because I know what it's like. Um, I was watching a match of hers last night. And they were asking her crazy questions. But, you know, she's a pro. Like, she's been doing this yeah. her whole life. And so if this young lady is saying that she wants to take care of her mental health, then I feel like we need to respect that. I feel like as time goes on, she does need to get um, better help with her press. So whoever her team is needs to help coach her, you know, do pre-questions or whatever, how that, however that works to help her release some of her anxiety. Because if she's going to play the game, you know, it's all a part of, it comes in the package. So, but I do think when you hit your breaking point and you know you can't take it, you do need to speak up for yourself. Yeah, you do need to speak up for yourself. If something were to happen to her, people would be like, oh my gosh, we never knew she didn't say anything. So you got to protect yourself at all costs. Yeah, and you know what? They're pretty silly for letting her... Um, they're pretty silly for letting her like just leave or exit out or to just keep they could have just kept fighting her i did hear that they wanted to do a dq on her for her next game but my thing is okay just keep finding her she was fine with the fines right if so press, people let her pay the money 
Yeah, because people are showing up and watching for her. So right. you gonna look like Boo Boo the Fool when nobody tune in because they was tuning in to see her. Right. Exactly. She's the number one, you know, tennis player in the and world right now. You can't bully people into your shenanigans. Like I'm, the first day she comes back, you best believe oh. that question is gonna be out of line. <laughs> Okay. So it's like it's you can't win for losing, but that's how they say you have to have tough skin, like when you're in any type of limelight. But at the end of the day, people are people. Like we're all human. We all have feelings. I'm gonna play devil's advocate, okay? Mm-hmm. If she was not the number one right. tennis player in the world, her butt would have showed up at them press conferences. Yeah. Like she'd been doing. so i wonder if now that she's number one if the questions just got more greasy you know like they just got the questions got out of hand yeah because she was having to show up before before she was number one you know when she was climbing up the chain she was having to go into the press conferences and she was going so i'm just thinking maybe it's the stress of being number one yeah that is probably bringing on the anxiety that probably wasn't there before right and then i'm like is there tennis beef like who do you do you have beef with somebody like yeah people be having beef like what kind of questions was they asking her now i want to go back and look at some um because i'm nosy oh see that's i don't watch all sports Mm -hmm. oh i'm sorry (laughs) i just i just got a crazy text message oh (laughs) (laughs) anyways um so i don't watch a lot of sports but i do watch press press conferences okay Mm. and press be asking crazy questions okay right you know i hit the head with a water bottle too with the car oh yeah a little bit his press conference and he was yeah he was saying a lot but i'm like these people these fans and press people and everybody's just so entitled. Like, bro, yeah. they entertain us. Like, they're not here to. Like, I, I know it's a part of the game and everything, but Lord have mercy, people just want the world from you. See, mm-mm. and they be they do be out of pocket. And you have to think these people. You know what I think it is? It's like you're a professional athlete. You play a game so well that you make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sit here and ask me a demeaning question as if I'm stupid, you know? Right. And I think that's what pisses them off. And it's like their response gets worldwide coverage, but the question doesn't get worldwide coverage. Exactly. They're not going to show all that came before that in whatever they, you know, the series of questions. Because sometimes it could be like the question was not that bad, but you just asked me 10 crazy questions. Right. Like, and now I'm like done. Like the one I watched with Serena, she was looking at him like, <laughs> he was like, okay, so I think that's my cue that that was my last question. She was like, yep, and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> like, we asked her about her shoes because she had like wrote on her shoes like something about Green Day she had on all green and she used to like Green Day as a band back in the day, whatever. And she's looking like, okay, but why do y'all care? Ask me something about tennis. Like, no, hold on, hold on. Serena knows she'd be out of pocket with them outfits. Honey. 
<laughs> not long enough last night. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, yesterday. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Serena don't care, okay? Oh, she do not care. She like, Serena do what she want. Like, Bushy <laughs> eyebrows. <sighs> Okay, we ain't gonna go into that. Yeah, her, her, her we, I, I ain't gonna go. Her weave, I ain't gonna talk about her weave. I ain't gonna talk about her weave. Lisa Serena alone. We love Serena. Leave Serena alone. I love Serena. Don't get me wrong. I love Serena. I love Serena. She be going through it. But, honey, let me tell you something. She don't be addressing that stuff. Like, she don't. She don't. Thing. Did she ever say anything about the bleaching thing? Did you see that? No, it's that Compton. It's that Compton. She don't care. Yeah, she like, bro, she'll just post the regular picture. Like, I obviously didn't bleach my skin. It was just bad makeup. I will say it that. Was. It, it was, was terrible, terrible makeup. Whoever did her makeup that day needs to be fired because... Whoever's was- done her makeup a couple of times. Honey. I'm like, the only time they get it right is when she do Essence or something. Because Yeah, okay. I was just about to say that. It only looks good on Essence. <laughs> because they did four shades lighter than her skin complexion and then her eyebrows and i mean whoever the makeup artist is it's their fault i will put that on them i'll yeah. put that on them but anything anything <laughs> anyway <laughs> and the editor y'all could have edited better they, they weren't fooling so anyway um let's go into our mommy moment Mama, 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 Golly, my mama moment. Does anybody listen to their mama? That's what I need to know. <laughs> no, they don't. They absolutely do not. Hey, but they love to listen to their daddy. Listen to me. Listen to me. My mama moment was, you know what? It was last night when I said, I put my foot down. I said, you guys are sleeping in your own bed. Okay? Good for you. <laughs> You're sleeping in your own bed. Okay? I read them a book. Mm-hmm. I tucked them in. I put on the sound. <laughs> the sound machine. <laughs> They're like three and six years old. I put on the sound machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And all I hear is mama. I don't mama. I'm scared to sleep in my bed. Mama. I don't want to be in my bed. Mama. Mama. Ma- Mm-mm. it was a fail it was a fail right Good and I was just like I'm your mama and y'all not listening they can hear very well they can hear very well I don't know what it is with little kids and sleeping in their own bed child my child you know we actually will get to that later sleeping in their right. bed anyway it, we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that I think of like a, a good mama moment um some of them i can't even discuss on air so <laughs> 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 but lord 
Lord have mercy. I just, uh, I would just say over the weekend, the whole play dates every day was like, child, you really somebody's mama and they didn't took over your life because <laughs> like every day, it was literally every day. And I was like, why did I do this to myself? Why did I keep yeah. saying yes? Like it really wears you out like chasing it's not necessarily the, the four-year-old because you know he gets out there he can play independently but my one-year-old he is just explore zone like he's just running everywhere he likes to go into the nooks and crannies he's trying to go in between the barbecue pit Ooh. and the uh, basketball court trying to squeeze in between there then we go to my mom's house and his tennis ball rolls under, he's playing with a tennis ball and it like rolls under somewhere. And I'm like, what are you doing? I turn around, he's like bent, back bent all over trying to get up under the box to get Oh no. And I'm just constantly chasing him, following him around. And he loves it. He's just laughing. And whenever I'm like running after him to stop him from doing something, he just cracks up even more because he thinks it's a game because we do play chase where I'm like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. So whenever I'm running after him, he just keeps going because he he thinks it's a game. Everything is a game with him. So it's entertaining, but it's very tiresome. Like I, um, I was like wore out yesterday so much so that I thought today was still Monday. Today is Tuesday. Um, but that three day weekend will mess you up because I'm like, yeah. what day is it? Okay. I'm still tired. It was not fun for me. Like, like <laughs> okay. I remember when three day weekends used to be like, oh my goodness, it's a three day weekend. Yeah, you'd be so excited because you get to sleep in, then you get to go hang out, go to a barbecue or something, or go to a day party or brunch or whatever, but it was none of that this weekend. Um, somehow, if somehow end up in Vegas. <laughs> right, exactly. But it was fun because a lot of my friends do have kids, so we're all in the same boat together, so our kids come over, they play with each other, we're able to chat, you know whatever and hang out so that's always fun it's just even more fun if you didn't have to watch your kids so <laughs> that's that's my mama moment <laughs> okay it's just tiring right so yeah we could jump into the main topic for today and we're going to be talking about the best and worst mom advice that we've received over yeah. the course of all these years, six years for Nicole, four years for me. All yes. We narrowed it down to the ones that I could, we could still remember because I'm sure there was some bad advice that I got when I had my first son, but yeah. what I could jog my memory. All right. So what's your first, should we do worst or best first? Let's do worst first. Okay. What's your first worst? Okay, my my first worst is not as advice. It's kind of a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. We gonna start. We gonna start off small and go big. Here we go. <laughs> if the baby is born in the winter, do not buy the baby three <laughs> six month old clothing that's for winter. 
Right. Because when the baby is three to six months old, we are now in the spring. Right. So now I have three to six month old clothing for the winter and no baby can, I, my child can't fit that. <laughs> my, my, not that my child can't fit that. I'm sorry. It's too, it's too hot for that. Right. It's winter clothes. And we live in California. So when do we even really need winter clothes? <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna put, I'm not gonna put nobody on blast. But listen, <laughs> somebody gave me <laughs> like a whole Eskimo baby outfit, right? I still got it. Aww, because it's designer. That's why I still got it. Right. <laughs> and I'm just trying to figure out, like, why did you give me this? My baby can't fit it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, they gave it to you now. She definitely won't be able to fit that. Well, no, it was for Audrey, but still, still. Because okay. Audrey was born in December. Yeah. So they gave me three six-month-old winter clothes. Yeah, they were thinking Winter Wonderland for the baby. They were like, oh, they're going to go to a Big Bear. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? No. No. No, boo-boo. No. I think people don't think about stuff like that. They just think you know, in that moment, like, oh, this is cute. But as parents, you're like, but no. Like, they can wear that. They can't wear that. And now I got all these clothes. I'm washing all these clothes. They can't, they can't wear that. And the first time, mom, you just keep it. Like, oh, it's cute. Third right. time, I'd be like, oh, no. Well, you got the receipt? Right. You got the receipt? <laughs> <laughs> you got the receipt? For real. Okay, so my, one of my worst um, mom advice, I would say, is Everybody always says this, sleep while the baby is sleeping. Oh, yeah. Okay, but there's, there's two things wrong with that, okay? Yeah. One, the baby sleeps all day long, so. Let them know, let them know, let them know. We can't sleep every two hours. Like, it's just not, it's just not going to work because then we're both going to be up all night and miserable and, you know, just restless, so. Right. You know that that part doesn't work. The other part that doesn't work with that is, um, you have so much to do. Okay. So so much. If especially if you're a breastfeeding mom or babies in general are clingy when they're you know when they're first born. So you know that baby bonding time is good. The skin to skin. You know we need all that. We need to hold and nurture our baby, right? Right. So if we're holding and nurturing our baby all day long and we're still like healing and everything like that, it's a lot that goes into it. We have stuff to get done. So when the baby is sleeping, I need to be like doing laundry. I need mm-hmm. to take a shower. <laughs> shower. <laughs> I need to like pump. I need to clean bottles. Like granted in the beginning, when the baby first comes home, if your husband or your partner is on paternity leave and they're there to help you and your kids are in school, like there's a lot of different factors that have to come into play for you to be able to sleep while the baby is sleeping. So while it sounds nice, it sounds good. It's just not always feasible. Like it just doesn't work that way. So yeah. But no thanks. And people love to say it. Oh, Major, sleep when the baby's like, no. Yeah, no, I got stuff. You sleep all day. Yeah, and I, I have so much. You have a laundry list of stuff to do during the day. Like, 
newborns spit up they poop out of everything like i mean i might need to make a target run like <laughs> especially take a shower yeah especially if you're breastfeeding like you have that small window of when they need to eat again if you need to go make a run or like do something so it's just not enough time for all that but it sounds lovely yes it sounds lovely okay so my next thing worst piece of worst 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 piece of advice <laughs> when your child's a toddler and they say something wrong this teacher a teacher <laughs> she was a new teacher that's how i should have known that's how i should have known better she was a new teacher right she gonna tell me to not correct my child when they say something the wrong way Mm-mm. so instead of correcting the child just respond saying that word or that sentence the correct way and that they will just catch on no they're gonna be like what you talking about <laughs> Girl, I remember doing this and my son looking at me like, huh? Like, hmm? no. First of all, they don't catch on. Right. No. <laughs> and second of all, it's okay to guide your child and tell them and help them along the way. That's your whole job. That's your job. Yeah, to teach them. To teach them. So kindly, t- you know, teach them. You know what? She, she may have no kids. That's another problem. You know, we ain't going to talk right. about that today. We ain't gonna talk about that today. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other. That's a whole, that's a whole other episode. Lord have mercy. Yeah. They so I should have ever. I should have known better, but you know, with your first child, you be making some some hiccups. Yeah, because you you want to take all that advice advice in, and you're you're learning as you go. And um, another thing that people always tell you, like in the beginning, especially if you're a new mom, because they think you just absolutely know nothing right um don't hold the baby too much you're gonna spoil them oh <laughs> what what like the baby needs me to hold the like how am i gonna feed the baby if i don't hold the baby the baby's <laughs> crying the baby is new here like, where am i <laughs> we've been connected for 10 months we've been connected yeah. Like they've literally been inside of me, so now they're on the outside of me. And if I'm not near them, they don't feel my warmth. They don't, you know. That's why they do the whole skin to skin contact. Baby bonding is huge for their growth and development. Right. So if you're telling, especially young parents, like I used to work with um, teenage moms, and their moms would be telling them, like, "Don't hold that baby. You spoiling that baby. Let him cry. Put him down." And the baby would be two weeks old. Oh, no. You can't spoil a two-week-old. They don't even know where they are. Like, that's no. Like, so, you know, we're misleading mothers when we say things like that because they think that if they pick up their baby, especially if you're talking to a 16-year-old, like, they get literal. So they're never going to pick that baby up. And so they're not going to be able to bond with that baby. And a lot of problems can come from, from that. So we have to just be careful in how we like are trying to lead and guide people and without knowing what we're talking about. Because a lot of things come from like, you know, like, oh, back in the day, we didn't hold babies back in the day and y'all came out fine. It's like, 
yeah, but you know, when you bond with your babies, there's a lot of endorphins and things that can happen. Right. You know, your milk production and you know, it's it's a lot of things that go into that with bonding. Like baby bonding is so huge. So right. of course you're not gonna be walking around with your two-year-old on your hip, but all the time or even your baby like of course you need to put them down so that they can play they can do their tummy time but you don't want to just completely neglect the baby and let them cry and you know all that I will say with my second son I didn't have to, I didn't hold him as much as I did Kendon mm-hmm. um, older son but he Kendon was a colicky baby he had a lot going on <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he had terrible gas like coming out of both oh. ends, and it was just like he had a he had a rough time. Like I went dairy free while I was breastfeeding him. I but, do remember that part. Yeah, because we were trying to figure out like what was going on. I, you know, I didn't eat any of the gassy foods. We switched out his bottles. It was just so much with him that we just had to hold him. But with Bryson. Um, you know, he was in the hospital for so long, so long, so he was used to not being held all the time. He was like mm-hmm. way more independent, but we still like I still breastfed him as well. So we got a lot of baby bonding in and um, things like that. But I didn't have to hold him for him to go to sleep. You know, he was like super independent like that. Like it's like, oh, it's his nap time. You could put him in the crib and walk away, and he'll just fall asleep on his own. So. Wow. Yeah, so that was a blessing. But, um, you know, every baby is different. And I feel like you have to, like, cater to that. So a lot of times when people are just giving this advice, it's like you can take it, you know, with a grain of salt. You could try out certain things. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You know, people have good intentions, but sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming to hear all this advice and you don't know what you should take heed to and what you should talk to the side. Because you know what? I feel like people think, people forget that everybody's pregnancy is different mm-hmm. and everybody's labor is different and everybody's child is different. So just because something worked for you does not mean it's going to work for somebody else. But right. I feel like the advice thing that we are touching on are things that people say the most, you know? Yeah, these are pretty common things. Like these are not just like, you know, things that we've heard, but they're pretty common. Okay. Do you want to talk about some of the good advice? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and jump this off with some good advice. Okay. okay. All right. Let's hear the good ones. <laughs> this is this is TMI, but... <laughs> safe space. This is safe space. <laughs> <laughs> testing, testing, one, two, three. Listen, stool softener. (laughs) After you give birth, after you have your first meal, the best piece of advice, take that stool softener, okay? Take it. You you don't need it, but go and take it. Go and take it. And and look at the directions. If it says two a day, take two a day, okay? Right. Ooh, child. And 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 don't stop taking it, okay? Do not yeah. leave the hospital. <laughs> stop taking stool softener, okay? You get home. Trouble. <laughs> you take that alarm clock. You remember to take your stool softener. 
Are you going to on the hour like me? Because you don't know what type of labor you have. They don't. Ne- they never tell you everything. Mm-mm. You be getting stitched up and don't even know you got stitched up. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. You think you know? You have no idea. They be, they be glimmering babies all day. You don't you don't even know, and you might just need that stool softener. You're gonna need it. You're gonna You're need, gonna need it. it. Like You're gonna need it. With my second son, you know he was born prematurely, and he you know he came out so fast. I was only six months when I had him. Right. So. I'm thinking after I gave birth to him, I got up, I could walk, like I felt fine. Like it wasn't like the first birth, like I, I felt completely fine. So I moved too fast on a lot of things. Like I started, you know, moving about life normally, especially right. when I had a toddler at home and my body was like, girl, you're tripping. And one of those things I started doing was taking my stool softeners because I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm going regularly. Like I haven't even been taking it like that. One day I went up to the hospital to see my baby. <laughs> I, went, I went there to see my baby, right? My stomach, my sides, I was I felt like I was in labor again. I'm like, what is going on? Like, okay. This is crazy. And so I had to like redo another prescription for the stool softener, but it was like, oh, it was gonna take forever. Child, when I tell you I went home, let them know. First of all, before I even got home, I, um, did I take it? No. I think before we got home, we were on our way home from Irvine and I'm like doubled over in the car. It was literally like I was in labor again. And yep. my was like, are you okay? What's going on? I'm like, I don't know. Something ain't right. <laughs> Something ain't right. I was <laughs> like, is there another baby in me? Like what is going on? Listen. So I literally had to go to the ER and then, you went to the ER? Girl, I went to the ER. <laughs> I went to the ER because I didn't know what was wrong with me. I thought I was dying. I was literally holding on to, you know, the little arm thingy. Not the arm thingy, but like you can hang the hook, you can hang clothes on. Yeah. I'm holding on to that in the car. Like I was having flashbacks of being in labor with Kendon. Like I was just like, I literally thought I was dying. And so I think I found a laxative or I found a stool softener like a, from my previous birth or something. And I took it and it finally gave me relief to go to the bathroom. Oh my goodness. I felt so silly because I was like, why did I stop taking those pills? Okay, you cannot. Listen. Why did listen. I do that to myself? And my Don't do that. Aunt, my Don't. aunt standing by the door like, are you okay? Are you okay? She was so concerned. May she rest in peace. But she was so concerned about me. And I felt so bad. And when I told her, I was like, I just had the poop. She started busting out laughing. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. You went to, I cannot believe you went to the ER. That is so funny. Um, Listen, you was having trouble going, right? Mm-hmm. See, I didn't realize I needed to take that stool softener mm-hmm. and did not realize that I was constipated, okay? So, child, I thought I was giving birth. I thought I was giving birth. 
<laughs> I literally, for the first, it, it was my first pregnancy, so I did not have enough common sense to figure this out, right? Oh, yeah, you had no idea. I had no idea, so I was standing up. Girl, I was standing up. <laughs> I was standing up, and I just thought this is part of the situation. <laughs> when I went to my six-week checkup, I'm like, listen, I'm screaming basically because I also had like a huge incision or whatever mm -hmm. from the rooter to the tutor but we'll do birth stories another day right so I'm like girl we gotta figure out with this number two because it's happening once a week and I'm having to stand up to do it and I'm just like in pain <laughs> it's so TMI it's so TMI <laughs> And it was so painful. It was the most painful thing I have ever oh, experienced. Word. But she helped me figure that out with some sodium something. Mm. And, but yeah, that was... So yes, please take your stool softener. Take your stool softeners. Okay, okay. So don't stop taking it. <laughs> please don't stop. You saved yourself a lot of trauma. <laughs> okay, trauma for real. Okay, another... Um best advice I got um, was you can't do it all ask for help when you need it and give yourself grace like this is so important because when you first take that baby home you feel like I'm there especially with your first child I'm their mother I need to be able to do everything for them and you're a new mom you don't know it all like you're learning as you go so it's okay to ask for help like you're gonna be super tired you know, you're healing yourself, but right. you're like, I have to carry the baby. I have to take the baby over here. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it's like, okay, utilize the people around you. If you don't have anybody there to help you, you know, try to think before you give birth, try to think of some people you can rely on to reach out to them to kind of check in on you and um, just to try to build your support system. Even right. if you're like a, a colleague or somebody that you're close to that's not family, like it's not always gonna be family. Like, right? That's okay. If it's a friend or somebody that's there to support you, make sure you have them on standby because you're gonna be too tired to function. Those first couple of days are brutal because the baby's trying to learn how to eat, especially if you're breastfeeding. You don't know if the baby's getting enough milk. Um, they're trying to get adjusted. You're trying to get adjusted. You're in pain, so. I would say, you know, ask for help when you need it and don't be so hard on yourself if you can't breastfeed or you can't, um, you know, you did something that in your eyes you did wrong or, you know, if your baby's not getting enough weight and you need to get extra help from the doctor, go back to the doctor, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, stuff happens, yeah. you know, it's a new experience. You're learning the baby. The baby is learning you. Your, you know, your motherly instincts, you're trying to kick in and it's a struggle. So it's a struggle. Give yourself some grace. And you know what? Just to add to that grace, when you, you should have a postpartum self-care kit. So when you, you know, get out of the hospital, give yourself some grace and then give yourself some self-care. Like when you take that first shower, have face masks already there. Already have like special stuff for your shower. Like have some different things that is just things that you enjoy. I remember you said you had like a really good chapstick. Yes, the hospital actually provided it, but it was the best thing ever. Cause you know, when you're in labor, your lips get so dry. Okay. 
because my labor was unexpected, I didn't have all, I didn't even have my bag packed. I was only six months pregnant. So yeah. the had this amazing chapstick and it just felt like the best thing in the world just to soothe your lips. So like she said, do things that's going to make you feel good um, when you come out of labor because, you know, you want to get yourself back to feeling like yourself again. And even from the first day, like it makes yeah. a difference taking care of yourself that first day. You know, right. everything's going to be about the baby, but you just had the baby. So you right. care you're okay as well. Like get somebody to already have planned out your favorite meal. Get somebody that's going to deliver that meal or Postmates it to you or whatever, because the hospital food is, no, it's not it. Even if the hospital has good food, you don't want that. You're going to want, especially if you had a long labor. Right, right. <laughs> You're going to want a ham and cheese sandwich. Yes. No, you gonna want something good. <laughs> Dry sandwich they give you with the, in the uh, plastic bag. I don't want that. <laughs> so, yeah. So always make sure you're taking care of yourself. That's a good. Yeah, thing. like just as much as you put effort into packing that first bag, make sure you have some self care stuff for yourself when you get out. Cause you gotta, you just you went into labor. People act like like they didn't just go through something like you just yeah. like push out a whole human that was inside of you for 10 months give yourself some credit seriously it just because something that happens every day doesn't mean it's not a miracle because yeah it most definitely if you were ever to see what your body is really going through on the inside that junk is a miracle a miracle and Oh gosh, this is incredible to watch. Have you ever witnessed a birth? Besides On YouTube. On YouTube. It's it's different. Like I was there for my best friends, both of her births. She was there for my first one. And it is incredible to see. It's different going through it and then watching it. Really? Yes. You In real time? Huh? In real, watching it in real time? Watching it in real time. I was literally standing next to her when she was pulling, pushing out both of her kids. Like, we real tight, because I done saw all her business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that's a whole lot of business. That's a, that's a, I, I saw all her business. She's seen all mine, okay? That's best friend. That's but, a friend for life. <laughs> yes, full life. But um, it was incredible to see, and then to, to, to watch her, like, you feel like out of body experience because like I had my child first so oh. I'm bad for her because she was we were both pregnant at the same time so I had my child first so she was pregnant while she saw me give birth I'm like you okay you sure you want to be in here for this and she's like I'm fine but watching her just go through all that like she went through so much giving birth to both her children and she could have died like with her son, she really could have died, even with her daughter. Like she lost so much blood. I don't tell her business, but it was it was incredible to watch and to see her endure all of this and to get her children there safely. Girl, it's a whole nother world. You stressing me out. You stressing me out. <laughs> it's just like it's just it's incredible because you don't realize what you're going through. Like you, yeah, you're in pain and everything, but you don't realize what you're really putting your body through. Right. Oh so, god. So to have experienced it and then to watch it is like 
day. So that's why we're stressing to make sure that you are, that you also do something to take care of yourself. Because like I said, just because it's something that happens every day doesn't mean it's not miraculous. Like, yeah, this is still, if you have to get a C-section, that is still a surgery. Okay. That's a serious surgery. It's a serious surgery. And if you, push- and you know, what? I don't like when people throw. I don't. I'm just in so- sideways, but I don't like when people throw around like they're so scared to give a natural birth that they're just like, oh, I'll just do, a, I'll just do a C-section. Like, do you not understand? Like, it's not easier. It's not easier. One and two, like your body was made to go that way. So if you're having to do a C-section, there's something is going something is out of the ordinary not ordinary but something it's it's at that point safer uh, to now do a c-section to pull your child out right Right. and safer for your life but when people everybody has the right to do their own thing but i just feel like people don't understand sometimes like the level of surgery like if it don't say that if you've never seen somebody have one, like people just try to make it like it's the easier option. People do it. Sometimes people do it for like cosmetic reasons or not cosmetic, but like, what is it? Like, yeah. Out of fear. They don't want to right. maybe our, I don't want my hoo-ha all stretched out and that. Right. So a shallow for shallow reasons. I should say for shallow reasons. Exactly. For shallow reasons. Yeah. Because do you know a C-section? They Look, I'm going to, look google it okay yeah it's not it's not necessarily the easier route as far as like not having to push and all that like yeah but no but it's still not necessarily easier right so respect to women no matter how you give birth it's yes it's 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 a lot on your body either way and the bottom line is we trying to tell you just make sure you take care of yourself as much as you take care of the baby Yes. Don't forget about you because if you forget about yourself, the the faster you can remember about yourself, the faster you'll be able to like complete, you won't lose yourself so much because you're already going to have to adjust to this new life. Mm -hmm. Then if you can go into it with yourself in mind too, it just puts you at a better mental state. I think I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) All right, let's give our disclaimer. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> not a doctor. This is just advice from one mother to another. But yeah. absolutely, you have to take care of your mental. You have to take care of your body physically. Like, it's a lot. Um, okay. That actually was one on my list. Take time for yourself. But also, um, I guess this kind of goes with the other one. There's no perfect way to do anything. You're going to learn as you go. Like, right. you read a million books. You can watch a million YouTube videos, listen to a million podcasts, but there's nothing, no experience like life experience. So, you know, take heed to what people are telling you and, you know, get as much knowledge as you can, ask for help, but also enjoy the journey, like enjoy the experience. Like every child is different. Every mom and child bonding experience is going to be different. Your child is going to teach you a lot yeah you'll learn a lot about yourself so just know that there's no perfect way to do it yeah there's no perfect way to do it and your intuition really is a one yeah okay for sure your intuition really is a one you know what Kendra? we'll have to also do an episode talking about the best products oh yeah 
We'll have to do that. What advice you had about the um the nipples. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna save that. We're gonna save oh, that. For the okay. Best product. Yeah. The best yeah. products episode. Okay. Because yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Mm, yeah. Um, the last piece of advice I had was don't compare your child's growth to others. Oh, that's a good one. Every that's child a real good one. Don't compare your children to each other because every child is going to grow at their own pace. Now, unless they are having some type of significant delay, then there's resources for that. Early intervention is best. So if you realize that your child is having a significant delay, of course, you want to go ahead and get them evaluated. It's nothing wrong with that and get them the help that they need early on. But as far as like, well, Johnny down the street started walking at nine months and... And, and you ten and a half, and you ain't walking. Let's let's get it going. Like no. Or or Johnny down the street got potty trained at two years old, and you are pushing on three. Yeah. Listen, no. you have to. Okay, these kids march at the beat of their own drum, and all you're gonna do is stress yourself out trying to get them to catch up with Johnny. And Johnny is special, and so is your child in different ways. No, I mean, like, special in a good way. Like, you know, he has his own journey. Like, I have a friend who her child, I believe, is a genius. Like, I absolutely believe, like, everything that he's done, I'm not comparing my kid to him. Yeah, no, no, like, I'm not no. My kid. I mean, I don't mean, like, that type of special. I mean, like, yeah, you know, he has his own unique things about him. And your right. child has their own unique things about them. Like, if I was to compare my son to my friend's child, it's not fair to him. Right. This child is a baby genius. Half the stuff he knows, nobody taught him. He taught himself. Oh. So I'm not going to sit there and compare him to him. Like, no. No. (laughs) If I I teach my son something, he picks it up and he learns it. That's all I can ask for. Okay. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. He's not behind. We right here together. But you just saw something else over here. So you just can't compare your child to other people's kids because yeah. it's just going to stress you out. It's going to stress your child out. Trying to make them something that they're not. And as long as you're staying on top of it and making sure that their needs are being met and they're growing and developing, they're healthy and happy, that's what's important. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) what are you looking forward to next week? Okay. um, Ooh, next week. You know what? Usually I'm like a planner and this week I'm not really planned that much. Oh, no. What I am looking forward to. My friend's coming in town from Florida. Oh, yeah. So she's coming in from Florida. And so I'm really excited to, I'm really excited to see her. She's been out in Florida for the past, like, mm, maybe three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's been out there for three years. And so she's going to be out here for her nephew's graduation. So I'm excited to see her. And um i'm just trying to take it easy this week honestly i'm just trying to take it easy because 
I've just been kind of going, going, going. And so really this week, it's all about, like, I need to redo my space. So like my space, I'm cleaning my space, getting my car detailed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I start YouTube content tomorrow. Hey, it's lit. <laughs> We're going to try. We're going to try. <laughs> I got a new phone. I got a new phone. Okay. So that YouTube content getting my space deep cleaned, my home deep cleaned, and just trying to just, because you know what? You know what? Mm. I'm not really big into um, astronomy or whatever, mm-hmm. but as soon as astrology? That, astrology, what is it? What did I say? Astronomy? astronomy? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. That's how you know. I don't know. That's I how you, you know. Man, I got you. Thank you, thank you, friend. Thank you. <laughs> um, Mercury retrograde happened, and I should have known something happened because I just feel like my whole brain was just like flipped upside down. And ever since that happened, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling a little off, so I just start cleaning my space. So I, mm-hmm. automatically, I got to get my car clean. I got to get my office deep cleaned. I need my house deep cleaned. I just want everything like just super deep cleaned yes i love it i love a good deep cleaning organization i feel like i need to go to the container store and like get my Kendra, i've never been to the container store oh we gotta go i need to go with you because listen i've only watched people's vlogs <laughs> It's amazing. I'm getting my refrigerator together, honey. I need a couple more little uh, acrylic uh, drawers and stuff, but I'm getting it together. I got a little Lazy Susan for the beverages. Ooh, Um, fancy. Yes, but it's just really functional as well because, you know, like rice and drinks milk, so I got like four milk cartons in the thing. And it's like, you have to reach back. You have to pull this out to get that. So if you put it in a Lazy Susan, you just spin it. So I love it. And call it a day. Yep. So what are you, what are you looking forward to? Um, I don't have too much going on this week. Um, I do want to try to get some um, content done for my YouTube as well. Um, I filmed a video the other day, so I have to edit that tonight, actually. But um, yeah, this weekend, I don't really have anything going on. I kind of want to just like go to dinner with my friends. Like, um, I feel like every time we've hung out, it's been like here and my kids are here and I just want like some adult time. So hopefully I can find some time to do that this weekend. My cousin's getting married next week. So we're finishing up all the prep for her bridal shower and the wedding. Bryson also has surgery next week. So oh, I know that. Yeah. So it's a lot of stuff to prep for. Um is it a long surgery? Last time, so it's a surgery that he's had before. He had a hernia surgery. And it was like three and a half hours last time, but he was really small at that point. Um I think he was like seven months when they initially did it oh wow and so um he had some fluids so they have to go back in 
hopefully hopefully it's not as long but i am happy that my husband will get to go with me this time because last time we went it was like dead smack in the middle of covid and they were only allowing one parent oh wow so that was very stressful like that's very stressful sitting there crying because they told me that it was going to be a two-hour surgery and I'm looking, they have these monitors that you can see if it's in progress, if they're in recovery or whatever. And oh my goodness. It's in progress for the longest. I'm like, okay. They said, they said uh, two to two and a half hours, two and a half hours passed. And I'm still looking at the monitor like. Oh my goodness. Um, that was terrible. Um, so I'm happy that my husband will be able to go with me. And I'm just praying that it'll be a shorter. Like um, a short shorter procedure but we're definitely going to keep you in prayer thank you much appreciated i'm happy um so hopefully i'm just going to knock that out get that out of the way the recovery is like easy though so okay um yeah so that's just what i have going on so just prepping for all that good stuff homeschooling oh i should have said for my mommy moment um kenden finished reading his second book yeah so he's four and he's reading i'm so happy for him that's that's a huge mommy moment okay because that's your moment too (laughs) because i'm i'm the i'm the mom that's like if you have three apples (laughs) 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 he's stressing me out with this whole homeschool situation i can't wait for him to go to school but i'm super proud of him um, so yeah, that completes our episode for this week. Episode four. Four. What's that? One of those stress quattro. Is that how you say it? Quattro. Quattro. But you gotta put a little. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks for listening to Somebody's Mama podcast. Make sure you guys leave a rating and review, and also follow us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. And we'll talk to y'all next week. See you next week.